All righty. Yes, yes, you all. And you don't stop. Hammer HQ, call to the pen. Coming, rocking the short shot. What's going on? The loyal Stevie W up in the house. As long as you're in the waiting room, you will always get shouted out right at the top. You know, loyal subs to the front. Because, again, that's what this is all about, the community at the end of the day. But hopefully, you know, we're leaving with fatter pockets than when we started. Doing pretty good. Starting to pick it up. DDB, what's up, everybody? Let's do it. It's call to the pen HQ on the YouTube machine. You got your host, the big man with the big mouth from the Big Apple. Big Johnny Stud Muffin coming to your worldwide, baby. NYC in the house. Smell the grass starting to pop up. Weather's getting a little bit warmer. Casual Fridays in the house. Got the jersey going. All-star, baby. Bobby Pizza. Johnny Lasagna. No, no, no. Just don't call me late for dinner, kiddo. How great is this show? Lots of fun going on. The interaction and feedback really been at the very top. Love it all. Mike K, what's up, kid? It's just been awesome, right? And we're making some money. But not only that, we're having fun. We're learning, and if you're unfamiliar, you know, welcome to Call to the Pen, uh, new brainchild of Rob the Pizza Man, and uh, me, you know, the Roland Canolan. Uh, we're trying to do it all. You know, it's tough. We're coming through an hour a day, Monday through Friday, and I'm not sure even how to describe it, right? It's a, oh, it's a baseball show, but it's a betting show. It's a theoretical show, right? We're doing a little bit of kind of everything, because I think that's really what it takes, you know, right? You need that. you got to take money to make money, but you have to know how to handle that money. I think... And if I ever hit big and we get to do like the, you know, the uh, exclusive audio stuff like at night, it'll be a lot of that, you know, kind of, um, man, how to beat the system, like understanding money, valuations, risk reward stuff. And a lot of those are exactly the theories when I brought into sports betting from trading. But even more importantly, just kind of working on my own, trying to be entrepreneurial, right? All the things that we like to do here, right? These are the these are the kind of people, men, women alike, the kinds of people that are gravitate here. The people that don't mind grabbing the shovel, right? And going to do some of the work because you're going to have to do some of the work alone. A bit of it, hopefully I'm doing for you. All right, let's get into it. Enough of that. We need more of this. The fastest show at MLB, absolutely anywhere. It's cool to the pen. HQ, baby. Rate, review, and subscribe. Audio only people, I got you. Love you much. I appreciate it all. You know, you can hop on over to the red button, like my kids call it, and press that thumb. Those cartoon fingers matter way more than they should. Stick your cartoon thumb up, all the way up inside. Far up as it goes, baby. Let's go. There's no, you know, no rest for the weary. I'll sleep. I'll sleep, you know, in the, in the wits time. No no worries about me. I mean, again, come on. Can you fake this kind of funk? I told you, you're going to have the same energy on Monday and Thursday in July and May and August. It's all the same because, again, remember, last lesson before we dive into the games, right? We don't throw the ball. We don't swing the bat. We do control the risk, right? We do control our own temperament, our own behavior, or, you know, right at the end of the day, how we handle that money, like I said. So let's dive up into the games. All right. Um, again, if you'd like to follow along, follow me on Twitter at John the Gaze of Maddie Williams, my boy up in the house, Maddie Dub. Also, you got to follow Maddie Williams. He's one of the sharpest, one of the sharpest baseball betters I know. So let's get up into the thing that we do, me and you. Call to the pen HQ, everybody. Again, you can follow along. Follow me on Twitter at John Legaze. It'll take you to Sharpener. You can follow with these free advanced pitcher sheets. I know people are really digging it. I take advice too. Let's get it. It's the Marlins and Edward Cabrera going to meet the Let's Go Metsco and Ty Lord McGill. Edward Cabrera looking really good last year. 75 and two-thirds, 309, ERA 112, whip 623 OPS. And really what I like, you know, you see the deserved ERA below three. A lot of disciplinary metrics right where you like it. He's kind of got that big-time swing and miss stuff. 13 swing and strike, 30 CSW, 82 in-zone contact. So he can kind of beat you in the zone and also beat you out of the zone, which are always the kind of things that we look for, especially in kind of F5 betting or baseball betting. Swing and miss, really, really big stuff. I think the last time out, not so good. If four innings, two earned, six walks for Cabrera. So the control a bit off. But, again, we don't want to overreact to these small sets. This time of year is very difficult, right? Because I'm looking, again, that pitcher sheet is 2022 and 2023, but we kind of want to know how the pitcher started, but we don't want to over overreact to it. So, again, hopefully the one-man band bring it all to you. Flip side, Tyler McGill, who I really like. We saw flashes of straight-up brilliance last year. It did kind of fall apart after that. 499 ERA, 128 whip. Earn run indicators, a lot stronger than that, right? XFIP and Sierra. And deserved ERA at 3.4 or below. 19.3 K minus walk, we like that. 12% swing strike, we like that. 7% walk, we like that as well. Home run's been a bit of a problem, but it's not really a fly ball thing. 
And I often talk about not regressing fly balls. McGill feels like he might be one of those guys, though the misses have been an issue. And sometimes we see that, right? Pitchers that miss in instead of missing out, that usually explains that, you know, they a lot or nearly 11% barrel, 6% blast, 1.4 home runs per nine, 414 expected mobile on contact for McGill, right? So that usually explains when good pitchers, where they're, where the hole is, right? Where the hole in the game, the trick in the armor is. And it's probably misses for him. There was one more thing I had at McGill. It was a split issue. Yeah, he really, really struggled against lefties. 900 OPS against lefties last year, sub 19% K. To give you an idea, he struck out 35% of righties. So I think there might be some love here. I didn't know. I don't know if Jazz was out. Lineups were kind of flipping and flopping, and I already ended up with a full ticket. But if not, I think Jazz total bases should end up circled. That game kicking off in about an hour. I didn't get to it. I'm not saying I'm trying to avoid betting the one o'clock stuff, but I know people are listening to this later on in the day, listening to it on the train ride home or in the car, and it's like, oh, I'm going to run to bet Jazz, and he's not there. So for the few you diligent people, you can bet that early game. Let's move it on. Um, Another one I had also was Arias popped up on there, along with the Miami F5TT, which I know I've been getting a bit of a brand for. That one was near even money, which you know we love, but I got to see the line at first. I don't know if it's posted yet. And sorry, once the red light goes on, that stuff has to get left for afterwards. So if you want to go do some digging, I like Arias today. I really like Jazz. I think the Marlins get two runs through five. But beyond that, I don't know if I trust Cabrera and those, you know, rectifying the control issues to beat the Mets, who I, I tend to like. Mets offense. Hold on, let me get it right here. Sorry, I forgot to sort properly. Mets offense been a bit sluggish, but you know what? We're looking for those disciplinary stats. Mets came at us walk, one of the best in the league. It's like 5%, 10% swing strike, 87 zone contact for the Mets. I tend to think of them as a team with good contact quality. So I feel like they're a perfect candidate of a team when they start to become more selective. The production, I think, is going to come. So I'm going to keep an eye on those Mets. They've also smoked Lefties just share Cabrera, not that. All right, let's move it on. I got too many games to be, you know, talking too much, which, of course, is part of the brand here. Nick, what's going on? Nick said the lineup is up. Sorry, man. You know, like I said, if I just don't get to it, I just don't get to it. But I got a full ticket. We got enough for everybody here. That's another one, too. You know, right? Baseball provides so many opportunities. You should never really feel rushed. Next up, it's the Texas Rangers. Nate Yavalde on the bump going to the nice part of Chicago, north side of the tracks. Marcus Stroman on the bump. I, I, really, like, I really like Marcus Stroman. On the other side, Ivaldi has always kind of scared me a bit. I guess when he's healthy, right, we, he's healthy for the day at the very least. Kept the walks down in 2022, 5% walk rate, 3-5 Sierra, 12 and a half swing strike, all the things we really like. Gives up a ton of hard contact, though. He also misses a lot. He's another one. I don't know if I trust that fastball when it misses. 45% hard hit, 10% barrel, 1.65 home runs per nine, nearly 400 expected Woba on contact. So... Nate does have the swing and miss stuff. He challenges hitters. But when he doesn't have the good stuff, he's got the home run stuff. So he's always a candidate to get beat up. Marcus Stroman last year, 145 innings, 336, 114 whip. I know he gets – I don't know. He's kind of gets pegged as being kind of boring, and I get it. We've seen him kind of adjust a bit. And we also know he's very analytically driven. And with the shift being restricted, I wouldn't be surprised if that was part of Stroman's Look, kind of looking to get some more strikeout stuff. He had a 35% K rate in that first game. Six innings, one whip, three walks, only three hits. He was really good. So I think I like the trajectory for Stroman. Maybe this is more of a fantasy thing where I think you could add him right now. Like you could probably pick him up in a 10 team on a free agent, or you could probably trade for him to 12. People thinking you're looking to kind of buy high. They think they're selling high. I think we're on the way up. I think. This year, we've seen pitching get eviscerated. So you want to get with those guys. What I do like, I guess I forgot to I forgot to bring it up with the Ivali. Struggled against those lefties. With that fastball, I'm looking at Ian Happ. Sorry, let's get that Ian Happ home run up here. Um, again, my awesome production crew have been reminding me to try and be a little more focused, a little more laser focused with this. So when we're actually putting this... Home run props are a nickel, 0.05 of a unit. One unit equals 1% of stack, and that's how you know we're very responsible here. You know, like really trying not to get you smoked out. Hammer HQ, you know, trying to separate ourselves from the uh, the really the really poor amount of, um, you know, content out there. 
I'm not doing it with this one because total basis for Ian Happ is at a half. But yesterday, we so we bet the three home runs at a nickel. That was all we had, not a lot of action. Two of the three hitters ended up getting the total base props. I mentioned it to people. When I get a ring and a home run tracker, it's obviously a total base play. But now that home run odds are in the six, seven hundreds, I've been going there. But with a shorter ticket, one thing I want to be doing is doing a hybrid. Again, right, so this is for a production crew as well. would be a nickel on the home run and a quarter on the total base prop if it's positive money. Right, so it would be a .3 total bet, something we're used to doing, keeping in line. Again, I'm always staying consistent, sustainability at the root of all of my betting. But having a mix of it, so we'll have a quarter on a positive odd total basis with the nickel to get us to the goal, right? With the, like a progressive build, which I really, really like. I wish I had done it yesterday. It would have been positive. Today, not the case because I don't like the total bases, but I want to get that out there. So let's get Ian Happ up there, who I really liked. I think he's a bit undersung right now. So let's go with, with Happ again. I don't have all this granular offensive stuff on hand. I ran it, but I, I can't get to it all because we have just too many games to do. So let's move it on. I think I like the Cubs to win this one. I didn't bet it. But I like I do like the Hap one. Next up, Cincinnati and those red legs. Hunter Green on the bump going to Broad Street and a fight and fill. Zach Wheeler there. Should be a really fun one. I would imagine the Algo has this one. Yeah, the Algo one has a ton of blue. Again, if you're unfamiliar, you follow that free stuff on Sharpener. If you want to pay, you can. I mean, so many people have paid and it's free. Less than 25 cents a day. It's so much darn work. <laughs> you know, I guess it's worth it. Hopefully, you know, because we can't guarantee profit in the short term. I like to think I give you the tools, but also show you, show you the model and all the scoring, weight against the Vegas line, and let you kind of do the work. I also highlight the algo hits that I don't play, so you can kind of bet them yourself. So the blue, I like to stick to Savant, right? Red is hot is good. Blue is cold is bad. Hunter Green and Zach Wheeler, I got both of these teams under two runs scored through five. Problem is the F5 at 3.5, so I don't go under 3.5. Thanks, D. I deserve all the good stuff. I think we all do. You know, I think we all deserve a lot better. And I think, which is my sound corny, kind of gravitating towards people that have your best interest in mind, meaning surrounding yourself with positivity, is like a sure way to improve your life. I know it sounds a little ridiculous. Thank you. Nick says the sheets are 10,000% worth it. Forget 100%. 10,000% worth it. Yeah, it's a ton of data. I mean, you're not familiar. I mean, bullpen data, team data, all the stuff, crossing, matchup, all the pitching stuff, run the scoring. You know, again, I think with this ubiquitous age of betting we're in, fractional betting included, you want to be able to go across different formats, betting the general market, getting into total props, F5 totals, betting on team totals if you have to, props, player props, prize picks, you know, and then it's just jock market, TFS. It's absolutely crazy, man. And I like to think it applies to everybody. So I can't go under that. What I did like, though, because we do know Hunter Green, it's a bit of a mixed bag, right? Jekyll and Hyde. I always forget who the good one is. 4-5 ERA last year, 1-2-4 whip. The Sierra at 3-3, 31% K, 14 swing and strike, all the things we like. In zone contact rate right at 80 on the nose, right? That's the, the good side. The bad side, 48 fly ball, 9.5 battle, 404 X-Con, almost 200 runs per nine. Not in Cincinnati, but the thing with him was when he came out of the break last year, this Hunter Green, added two miles an hour to the arsenal, pulled back on the fastball, went forward with the – I'm sorry, pulled back on the slider, went forward with the fastball. Awesome pitches, by the way. And he was like quite literally the best pitcher in the league down the stretch, right? Those I know it was like six starts or whatever. But no joke, he was awesome. We kind of saw the bad side last year. I don't know if it's a heat thing or whatever. The strikeouts were there. You know, he's had eight strikeouts, but he went three and a third, gave up three runs, one home or three walks with those eight Ks. So, you know, we as much as I like Hunter Green, we do know the home runs are a part of his game. Again, he's you know, on a phrase, on a bash about challenging with. The fastball, 762 OPS to righties, and I think just all of the home runs. So I got Real Muto clicked up here. So, again, let's stay consistent. Again, I, I couldn't get Real Muto to the home run prop, so that's why today you'll see we have a full total base ticket. Total base props, let's go. If they're positive money, I'm generally only recommending positive money, although I know I had Aaron Judge ring up, but minus 115 Aaron Judge, he wakes up with a double in his pocket. Let's get a quarter, right? So we're going to go a quarter on – Total base props. Let's get 0.25U on JTR, who we know is, you know, the GOAT. So he's the man. We're going to get two bases against the Reds. The bullpen is also pretty whack. Next up, it's the New York Yankees. New York Yankees. Clark Schmidt on the bump against Dean Kramer. Or that's what I got. I know this one was not listed this morning. Um, Mike K says Yanks TT. Yanks four and a half over 100. Yes, please. I didn't see that again. The Yankee stuff was not up because they were 
I guess reticent, they weren't sure if it was Clark Schmidt or not. Kramer was already on the board. Yeah, I like that, Mike. Go for that one. That's huge. Yeah, Steve Dubb says the sheet saves a bunch of time. That was kind of the point, right? This was my personal work. You know, I didn't say, how do I sell something? Which I think is what some people do. I said, like, I'm a legit degenerate who thinks too fast and moves too fast. How do I put everything I'm looking for all in one spot? Now, after a couple of years of refining it, you know, having it behind the wall and win daily, FTN. Now, you know, the Tasmanian Devil's kind of firmly out the cage. Take a look at Clark Schmidt. Only 61 innings last year, 339 ERA, 123 whip, 675 OPS. I tend to really like Schmidt. 276 deserved ERA. Very good with the contacts expression. Not in half percent walk. That is the issue. 12 swinging strike, 30 CSW. So really kind of checking those boxes from a disciplinary standpoint that I like to see outside of the walk rate. Again, you can cover up for walks when you're getting swings and misses. Elevation profile is good. 42 ground ball. Fly ball rate at 39. However, 11% infield fly. He can work the top of the zone, right? That's what we're really looking for. But the problem with that is Schmitz misses, right? So Schmitz, Schmitz attempts at the top of the zone that have misses, have missed middle-middle, in particular to lefties. You see that with the 879 OPS to lefties last year. 11% walk rate. So he's really struggled against lefties. I didn't have anybody ring up. Maybe I maybe I should have. Again, you know, you're trying to cover just a just a like a total full slate. It can be really difficult. And also, that's why I like to leave the breadcrumbs for people to go do their own because you got to add to this. And again, I'm adding it all the way up to seven o'clock. This shows at twelve o'clock. You know, if we were back for seven, you'd see us add that kind of next the next layer. Baltimore offense looking good so far this year: two fifty four team BA, three forty three OBP, eight twenty one team OPS. That's all near the top. Eleven percent steals leads the league. Top eight in doubles, runs, and home runs. And home run numbers at eleven with an eleven percent walk rate. They do K a touch. So this is gonna be right up Clark Schmidt's alley, right? They like the K, they like the walk. He's like, oh, that's a that's that's exactly my my kind of guy. You know, they put the ball in the ground too much. This is Baltimore. So we're gonna have a perfect match. 10% barrel, 357 team Wobo, 137 team WRC plus. Don't mess with Baltimore. However, one thing I did mention that I added today to that pitching sheet, because somebody asked me, and that's what I do. I respond to you, the HQ crew. Everybody rate, review, and subscribe. Baltimore's been team off on lefties, 369 team. x Wobo against lefties, 301 against righties. That might have been the thing that kept me off against Clark Schmidt, maybe because I'm a diehard Yankee fan. I tried to make that matter at all, but, you know, I'd be lying if I said it doesn't, although I certainly have bet against the Yankees more than I bet on them and made more money betting against them than I have, you know, on them. Again, they cost way too much. Yankee bullpen looking really good. I think this is another part of it. 24 innings so far this year, 1-9 ERA, 110 whip. 30% KU, 5% walk. That will do it. Zero barrels, half a home run per nine. Remember, when looking for those props, you got to add in the bullpen stuff. Yankees, very good. You know, half a dozen guys back there that can shorten the game an inning at a time. So when we're looking for those props, I like to pick on bad bullpens as well. I think the Yankees probably pull this one off, but I got to admit, I'm having a hard time backing the Yankees. Looking at the Algo, Algo has Yankees close enough to pay for the run line almost. So I didn't see what's what's the money line cost. Can I get an F5 money line? Thanks, handsome. Remember, people, quick lesson. Now that the books are on to us, you know, being on to F5s and how they're profitable, providing an edge because we're going to push on a tie. They've started posting minus one and a half, so just make sure that you're looking at F5. Man, that my, my half run is pretty tempting, but don't challenge a good offense top sine wave, right? Sine wave up and down. That doesn't mean straight up. doesn't mean straight down. Natural oscillations. Yankee run on 135, uh, right on that edge. All right, so I would call that one on the cutting room floor. And I, I, if – I don't know what time they – these games are all over the place. 3 o'clock, I'm seeing it. I don't know if I'm going to get to it. That, this feels like a parlay. Like if you're following work, I like to do the daily dime bag. Kind of because I do so much F5 betting, sometimes we're out of it early. It just happens. And you get to, like a run, you know, so I get to play my algo hits and get some run and look for, you know, people like parlay. So do I, especially, you know, for a nickel. It's all good. Right, remember, you, people say you can't parlay. You can, yes, you can. You can do anything you like, provided it's within a regimented risk plan. Again, if you like to know what I'm talking about, you go check out that sheet, and you'll see I have a full betting ticket for less than two percent of my stack. And that's how you do it. You're not going to make a million dollars doing it unless you have ten million. Right, it takes money to make money. So Yankees one thirty viable, but it's not on my sheet right now. Let's move it on. Seattle and the Mariners. Logan Gilbert going to Cleetown. Skyline Chili on deck. 
for the Guardians and Aaron Civale. I really like Logan Gilbert. I think he got a um, bad rap last year. People make him sound a bit vanilla. 191 and two-thirds, 315 ERA, 117 whip. Feels good where I come from. The the complaining was about the K rate, 23% K, 6% walk. I like that. However, the uh, rate's not bad. You know, 11 swing strike, not terrible. The 25 CSW, a little bit low. A lot of foul balls for Gilbert. I'm actually looking at my sheet. I made a hiccup on this today. Stuff Plus, which I just recently added for the fastball in particular. I don't want to I don't want to buck up against my dude Eno, who's you know objectively like the goat. I'm a little weary of stuff that's non-fastball. True, I believe in the Stuff Plus model for fastballs. I think that matters. When you get into sliders, they're all really good. We get the changeups. It depends how they work off the other pitches, mirroring and sequencing and stuff like that. So just be careful. I've included Stuff Plus. Savali not grading very well. I'm not sure how much he throws one. Remember, nuance and context always. Gilbert got kind of hit hard, 45% hard hit rate, but less than one home run per nine, 310x mobile. You know, we love that. I remember putting this up on Twitter. I think a quarter of his starts last year were New York, Houston, Toronto, and Boston. Like I managed 315 ERA. I mean, I know that because I, I tend to always draft Logan Gilbert. I have him in my keeper league. And um, yeah, to bench him, you know. I also, I'll give you some fantasy stuff. I tend to draft all hitters that I don't have to replace, look for a depth of viable pitchers. And rather than stream, I'm pulling from a good wealth. Savali's looked really good this year. There was some talk in offseason, Cleetown, very good at developing pitchers. They kind of look like they lost a bit, uh, lost a grip on him. But don't throw the baby out with the bathwater. Savali, last time out, seven innings, two hits. That's about it. One walk, three Ks. But he dominated. He dominated. I'm a bit worried about the Seattle offense, believe it or not, who I, you know, I really liked and I was very high on, especially the righties. And how they might look, it's been tough so far. 222 team batting average for the Mariners, 286 OBP, 662 OPS, 24 Ks average, but the 6% walk is not going to do it with a 35% O swing, just chasing entirely too much, not hitting the ball hard. 292 team Woba as well, 89 WRC plus, a 274 expected Woba against righties. Yikes. Savali, very good working the edges with the control stuff, suppressing contact. That, um, yeah, I think Seattle's going to have a hard time. Of course, anytime you have Julio, you're going to have a shot. Didi, Dodgers TTF5, open at two and a half. I got that one up already. That one's on my sheet. We'll get to it at the end. I'm going to, I'm not, like I said, I never hold anything back. And if, if anything, I care more about this show than I do about my own kind of betting thing. Right? I don't care. I just don't care. I, I just care about helping. I care that people know that I care and people think that I work really hard, regardless of whether or not we win or lose, right? That I put in the work. And that's why that's why I don't care if we're going to lose because I put in the work. I mean, I'm not going to get complained at, right? I'm not going to have that. You know, I don't just throw things at the wall. We were very, very objective here. Cleveland offense also been a bit of a struggle. Disciplinary basket looking really good. And they're coming off a series against Oakland. You'd like to see a bit more in the production category. 250 team average, only five home runs. But they've scored 38 because they're near the top of the league in steals, near the top of the league in Ks, near the top of the league in in-zone contact. The quality has been very poor. 31 hard hit, three and a half barrel. 299 team Woba against lefties, 296 against righties. Well, at least Cleveland is consistent. So they've got to get on. You know, they've got to get on. But then they're going to be running. And that's, you know, that's stuff that we like for sure. You know, and that's going to be part of scoring in this new environment, take advantage of the ship, ship, shift, the uh, spike in Babbitt, you know, the 10, 12-point spike in Babbitt. Teams like that are, are going to, you know, be running wild, running amok. And, uh, you know, this is stuff we want to be paying attention to, for sure. That's going to be the things that matter. So this one feels pretty close. I really had trouble kind of backing it. Lots of blue on this one, too. 1.8 to 1.7. But, again, the F5 is at 3.5. Very hard to even touch those. I I just, I just would be under, but I can't go under. If it was at 04, I'll go under, risking the push. Another little bit of theory here for the F5 betters. Right, if we want to go under, it's okay to get the solid number. Because a solid number means like we're on the way out. We don't like to go 05 because the five that we want, we want to cash on, not to need six. Again, nuance, context, theory, you know, hopefully sustainability to, um, you know, help you stay in the arena, right? Because we've been doing very well. And I'm grateful, you know, but I also know, I also know yesterday's performance has nothing to do with today or tomorrow. 
So again, you, we just kind of bring the work. Give me five hours to chop down the tree. I spent four hours sharpening the axe, if you know what I'm saying. Abraham Lincoln, looking at you. All right, next up. You got anything? No, I, had, I didn't have anything on that one. Just a lot of blue. Just a lot of blue ink. Lots of boring stuff. I got Houston. Jose Urquidy going to the Twin Cities to face the Twins. And Sonny Gray Urquidy last year. 168 innings, 401 ERA, 119 whip, 740 OPS. Earn run indicators a bit scary, 47 FIP, 416 Sierra, 413 PFIP. K rate a bit low at 19.8, walk rate solid, 5.5. 14.3 K minus walk is like that. You're like, because he's going to be pitching a contact, 35 O swing is good, but the 88 zone contact is, yeah, I don't want to say a bit worrisome. That's when you want to go to the matchup. The thing is, Minnesota is hitting the ball hard right now. Minnesota nearly 10% barrel. That's probably top eight, 40% hard hit rate. Again, they've really struggled against lefties, but they're doing the thing against righties. 241 as well, but lefties, 339 righties. So I think I like Minnesota to actually score this one. Man, if I if I had guts, which I, apparently in the beginning of the year I don't, I'd be betting on Minnesota. Can I, we get that five lines up, please? I went to just check. Oh, that's funny. I guess the market is that sharp, maybe a little bit sharper than I was giving it credit for. I have Minnesota as a slight favorite here. And I was going to say, if we could get them as a dog, then we would take that. I'm not going to pay that kind of juice. So, so it's thanks, but no thanks. Sorry. The, the next few games we have got, we had Action Jackson coming up, I promise you. So it's Urquidy and Gray. I think I have Gray with the greater than, oh, the greater, Sonny greater than sign. Should have finished up on Urquidy. Too many fly balls, too many hard hit. The miss has been a problem. 1.6 home runs per nine last year. To Sonny Gray, who I really like. And I think uh, maybe God's kind of gets forgotten how good he is with the injuries and stuff. And then I have a feeling he's put, tried to push through injuries. And that's been like the explanation for the bad production, right? Some guys be saying, well, whenever he's out there, he's good. Last year, he was 125 innings, 296, 114, 635 OPS. Earnhardt indicators looking really good. Deserved ERA below three, 15.3 K minus walk. It's kind of mad, but the 29 CSW is good. A lot of contact, 88 zone contact, but good contact because he's very good at working the bottom corners of the zone. Five and a half barrel, two and a half blast, three quarters of a home run per nine. 303 expected Woba for Sonny Gray. Dominated lefties last year, just absolutely dominated them. 564 OPS. So I'm going to give the edge of Gray. Where I get stuck is go trying to go up against the Houston offense. And again, they're not really not part of maybe what you'd expect. 19.9 K, 10% walk, 87 zone contact, however, 5% barrel, not what you'd expect from the Astros. 29% hard hit rate via fan grips. Other side, Minnesota, uh, you know, objectively better. K rate is equal, walk rate is close. 29% O swing as a team, but a big lift there. Minnesota big with that. 45% fly ball, nine and a half barrel. Hasn't really reflected yet. They have really struggled against lefties, also done very well against righty. So I think the Twins are going to get this one. The juice a bit steep, right? You don't want to pay. I want to pay five cents to go up against the Astros. Like, you should be paying me to go up against the Astros. So, again, you know, no bet better than a bad bet. Why? Because every time you lose 10 bucks, 10%, let's say, you need to win 11 to get it back. So, like, <laughs> it just kind of says it right there. You know what I mean? Like, you're going to pay a premium to go up against a really good team with an edge, granted, but the Twins are not greater than signing Astros. And in this strange betting thing of ours, baseball, you can find that price on much better stuff. I mean, especially like when it comes to total bases and stuff, and you get these plus 150. I take that all day, every day over some 130 F5 side, no question. So let's move it up. Pale hose, wrong side of the tracks in Chi-Town. White Sox and Paisan, Lucas Giolito, heading to the black and yellow, black and yellow, Pittsburgh. <laughs> Old man, long in the tooth. Dick Mountain, Rich Hill, still going. He looked really, I think he looked really good. Right? Did he look good? Oh, no, he got touched up on the way out the door. He looked good to start. He gave up two home runs on the way out. Sorry. The big question here, Giolito, you know, he went five innings, gave up two. Gave up three, two early, whatever. One walk, six strikeouts, no home runs, which was nice. Last year, a bit of a bit of a struggle for Gio really killed me because I did like Giolito, man. I hate planting my flag and guys and having them kind of st stink, you know. Oh, Jen Stoner, what's going on, man? You know, uh, I actually know of you from uh, the Audible. 
of Audible fame. We now, you know, we are a good company here, right? Hopefully, that's a sign of someone that's got good taste. Lucas Giolito last year, 166 two thirds, 486 ERA, one, four, three whips, 786 OPS. FIP at four, Sierra 3-7, deserve the array 4-7. Usually that's a contact quality thing. The strikeout stuff's always going to be pretty good for Geo. 25K, 12.5 swing strike, 29 CSW, call strikes plus whiffs. But, you know, he just got just got touched up, right? He just got touched up. Righties beat him down, 900 OPS to righties. Can't do that, man. 855 OPS at home as well. He's on the road today, but just saying, he's just have these wicked, wicked splits for a guy that has a Cy Young on his ledger. And I don't know what we're going to see. You know, I, I actually interviewed Ethan Katz. Look at me, name dropping. The pitching coach for the White Sox. And he's a really nice guy and he's very smart, but also very malleable and open minded to progressing. I, when they say that they think they have Lucas on the right track, I think it's true. But again, so much of a mixed bag. And while he's struggling to righties, I said, hey, let's um let's go get it. Let's get that player prop up. How about Brian Reynolds for the black and yellow? Some only half buying with Geo was selling. If he goes out and dominates, maybe it's time to start thinking about it again. But I wasn't buying it. Not yet, at least. Brian Reynolds, who I think is probably one of the best undersung hitters in the league. So far this year against righties, 16-28 OPS. That'll play for Brian Reynolds. Four ding-dongs already, 450 BA against righties. I'm going to try to see if that was – I did leave a tab up for me to try and refer to the stuff. Again, I'm trying to do it all. You know, if I refer you a bet, I wanted to give you at least some of the, <clears throat> something to dig your teeth into. So I do have – and again, as the show goes on, I'll be doing more and more of this. Right, You know, the one-man band, like almost <laughs> – maybe that doesn't even do enough. Right, it doesn't say enough. So I, I, I'm having a trouble backing the White Sox to win games because the um, bullpen has been like downright, just downright despicable, really hard to back right now. White Sox bullpen on the season, 9-3-6, ERA, 2-2-8 whip, 16% walk rate, two home runs for nine, two losses on the ledger already for the pen. So no thanks. Flip side, Pittsburgh bullpen has been awesome, right? So be careful with that. It's very easy to chase the jersey. 1-7 ERA, 1-13 whip, 26% K, half a home run per nine, 2% barrel. Pittsburgh bullpen looking sharp right now. As of now, you know bullpen stuff is very wonky. It, it doesn't carry over year to year. I'm much more apt to use that year stats. Also, I got one that ended up on the cutting room floor. I didn't really know what to do with it because I was at my two percent risk. It got posted. That's Pittsburgh team total F five TT. I have that as a algorithm hit, which again I do believe in. I post these things. I didn't go live. You'll see all this stuff in the sheet. I delineate. But you could get that one too. I, I have enough plays for everybody here that I don't I'm okay leaving that. Because if we're gonna go with Reynolds, I'd rather get a piece of a plus one fifty and get a quarter down on that. So let's get a quarter down on the plus one fifty for Reynolds. Or if you go any better, remember, speaking of betters, betters, better betters, bettering themselves, betters bettering themselves, getting more better at stuff. Make sure you're using Betstamp, betstamp.com forward slash call to the pen. Look at that. Look at me, man. Just a natural with this stuff. Really, I mean, I was I was born for this. <laughs> the Tasmanian devil. Um, you know, you gotta shop around. Really, I couldn't, I don't know how else to say it. If you're going to a store and widget A, you know, is next to widget A, right? Because these things are exactly the same, but one's a dollar and one's a dollar oh one. Maybe it's not worth your time to go climb up and get it. But if it's at 150, and we're talking about huge percentage differences in a game like daily betting, where profits are made on the margins. I would fully suggest getting bit stamping. Shop around, baby, because it really does matter, right? So, again, one fifty is a delicious price, but you don't want one twenty if you can get one fifty. You don't want one fifty if you can get one seventy five. We always like to use the ten cent swing production and I, Jay Bird, in the back on the ones and twos. Thank you, Jay Bird, for all your hard work. We've talked about the ten cent swing. Meaning, no, I really try and use live lines. You'll notice that's one thing about me. Oh, one of the many things about me that stand out. Is pricing lots of the uh, phony bonies, right? The phony balonies, they post the best price they can find that they might not even be able to verify. I don't care about those things. I like to put myself in the better shoes and I put bets that we found currently on, you know, bad sites. And I don't always have the best price that I can, which funny people would be like, oh, I got a better price. Good, you should. I'm happy. I'm happy for you. 
I might have a better price too. But I don't necessarily post that. Because to me, this is about transparency and this is about fairness. And if I end up minus units over the course of the year, I will know head up high that is what happened. And there may be people taking the same plays that didn't end up minus 2.14 units or whatever, ended up in a positive because they were smart and shopped around. So make sure you're hanging out with us. Call to the pin HQ, right review, subscribe, all that stuff. Um, the last thing was the double betting. That's really what I meant to get to before I tangent it. Was I'd rather hit Reynolds at 0.25 at plus 150 than have to lay the juice to get minus 130, which was the Pirates team total. But we love the team totals. I absolutely think it's going to hit. So do not, I do not mean to mince words. I believe in it. It's an algorithm hit, but I'm not betting it. Yeah, because I have a daily allotted risk, that's it. And if you want to turn either turn up the risk or turn down the amount you're going to bet on each, you could fit you know more clowns into that car, no doubt, man. I don't. It's not that I'm right, you're wrong. We're all just doing this a bit differently. Well, let's move it up. It's a Royals with cheese, and Brad Keller going to San Francisco underneath that beautiful bridge, the Gigante. San Francisco treats and Alex Corn on the cob. Brad Keller kind of got roughed up last year. 505 ERA, 152 whip, 770 OPS. He's really, really boring. 7% came out his walk, single digit swing strike. 91% in zone contact. And that's probably the thing we'll be looking at today. Something I was talking about just on Twitter this morning. Giants offense. You know, when you see major macro changes all at once, not to say that's a time to overreact. But it makes the my antenna pop up, right? Doing the Rock Johnson. San Francisco offense, all best or worst. All best or worst. What are you talking about? Like K rate, 29% league worst. Swing and strike rate, 13% league worst. Contact rate, 82% league worst. Walk rate, 12%, near the league best. Chase rate, keep that in mind, 29.5% near the league best. Ground ball rate, 37, near the league best. Line drive, 23, near the league best. 12 barrel, near the league best. 382 woven, near the team best, near the league best. So what I think is going on, because, again, you know, I'm sorry to do it to these people, but Twitter, the conspiracies don't just stop at politics, people. It's baseball. It's a ball. That's all you had to tell somebody. It's a ball. Well, if you... Whatever. I've talked about this stuff with quantum physics professors that there are natural error bars within single batches of balls. So unless you have a notable sample, I don't want to hear it. Okay, so let's look at when I say look for horses, here's a piece of good advice incoming. When you hear hoofbeats, look for a horse and not a zebra, right? There's a lot of people chasing zebras out there. Why do I chase a horse? I've seen a million horses. Why don't I chase zebras? Because I've only seen three of them behind gates, you know. But that's what we got now. Everything's a conspiracy. Much more fun, much easier to get followers that way. So I'm just not buying that. I think we're seeing a team-wide systemic pivot, you know, towards pull power. I also mentioned this, had this up. The San Francisco Giants leading the league. They have 60% more pull home runs in the entire league. The th number two here, I think I six, seven, or eight. The Giants already have like 13. So you're getting their tops and pull rate also. I'm going to have to put that on the sheet. I'm going to remember to do that. So we've had this kind of, not malicious, but it's on purpose. Giants being more, they're only offering it pitches that they can pull. Throw them something they can pull, they'll swing and miss. They have no problem with that. No problem. No, it's fine. That's fine. They'll barrel it when they can. And you saw that. So, again, that's what I think we're going to get today. And that's what I think you're getting from the Giants in general. I think the Giants are going to just absolutely smash the Royals. Royal team offense has just been a trash Ola lately, Basora. If I don't hurry up, we're not going to get to all these games, but they've been trash. How about that? Let's leave it there. 167 team BA. Give me the Giants and just crack them up. I just think we beat them up bad. Royal bullpen has been. Oh, I actually felt the pain. I... I'm sorry. Let me restart. Giant bullpen has just been meh. 484 ERA, 14 whip. But. I think we're going to be so far ahead, I don't think it's going to matter. Give me the Giants to cover this one up. Full game run line. The F5 is juiced up, so let's tag this one. Remember, anytime we go sides and totals, it's 0.3 units for favorites to win 0.3 units for underdogs. I think this is a positive price here. Full game run line, minus one and a half for the Giants. Um... All right, let's see when we can get that one up. I'm not sure the price. I have it. I have it here, actually. Okay, I had plus 115, so let's get that. Um, yeah, okay. It looks like I've moved it a little bit since I posted. That's okay. 
was like plus 110, plus 112, plus 105. There's the 10 cent swing that I mentioned. So again, we don't just talk it. We live it around here. Call that a pen HQ. So yeah, as long as you're getting positive money, we're not paying juice for this. Give me San Francisco to cover it up. And let's move on because we have to hurry. It's the elephants bouncing on beach balls. Those athletics and Ken, how much walls can a wall to chuck chuck if a wall to chuck could chuck baseballs. Going to meet the flatfish of Florida, Tampa Bay, and Zach Eflin. Uh, this one is uh, pretty pretty disparate here. Walter Chuck really struggling. 40 innings last year, 5-6 ERA, 1-3 whip. This year, I'm not sure he fared much better. 9-5 ERA, 1-8 whip, 5 and 2 thirds. Gave up six earned, three home runs. So we know we're going to be targeting him. He struggled 12.5 barrel. This is Walter Chuck, 1.8 home runs per nine. Expected Walter on contact north of 400. 933 OPS to righties, 487 to lefties. Stack those raise righties. Get your quarters out. 25 cents on Randy Arozarena, who really looks great so far this year. And I wonder if people are seeing him as a bit of like a speed threat, almost erroneously. Arozarena against righties so far this year, 17 PAs, 462 batting average, 12 81 OPS, 547 Woba. All good. You know, you get these kind of stats in the beginning of the year. That's fine. We'll take it. Three doubles so far. So let's take the positive money. Can we get these? Let's get total bases over one and a half for Randy the Macho Man. Ooh, yeah. Who's rated the cream? Rise to the top. Ooh, yeah. Seeing plus 20. Love it. Absolutely love it. Let's take that, and we're just going to have to move on. I think Rays win this one going away. I also have this one marked as a model hit for the full game run line. I did not go live because of the juice. Generally, I mean, this is another good question people often ask. How do you settle differences with yourself and the model? Me Usually with me, it's price. You know, you could go by the model score, but I don't think it's that accurate. I, yes, I believe it's accurate, but you can't get into decimal points when you read models. It's just not how it works. I'm sorry. So I'd like to go with the price. And I'm avoiding it. So add Randy to Macho Man. Next up, Padres, Friar Tucks, Nick Martinez going to Atlanta to meet Jared Schuster. Believe it or not, this is probably my contrarian call here. I'm actually on the under here. I didn't bet it because I'm not going under on the Braves, part of my written plan. I don't short the Yankees. I don't short the Astros. I don't short the Braves. And I don't short Coors Field. Same for Cincinnati, meaning I won't go under. But I'm. Also, right, up to apply it, I mean, I'm not chasing the offense here. I think people are going to be chasing San Diego offense against Schuster. I think he gets it right today. That's what I'm a bit worried about. San Diego offense. The disciplinary basket looks fantastic so far. 19K to 10.5 walk, 29 O-swing, 86 zone contact, 44 fly ball, however. Bottom three and hard hit rate, 6% barrel, 298 expected woba versus lefties. Schuster righty, a little bit better. I think I got 330 there. San Diego just really hasn't made it happen yet. 231 Team BA. I mentioned the Braves. Awesome. This one basket, not great, but they are just mashing. Just absolutely, absolutely mashing as a team. 357 OBP, 841 Team OB, OBS. Only. The Braves are an all-star. Right? They, they are an all-star. Put up those numbers. You're on the all-star team starting. So that's the Braves right now. There's a reason why I'm not shorting them. So this one I'm just kind of leaving because I think people are chasing the totals, chasing the player props. We're going to leave this one on the floor and move it forward. Sorry, I'm in fast forward a bit, but you know that's what you get. Trying to do 15 games in an hour again. I never stop. I circle back to all this stuff. We got the Redbirds in St. Louis. Jack Flaherty, <laughs> one of those strangest starts you're going to see. Last time out, he went five innings, no hits, seven walks, four strikeouts. Yikes! 32% walk rate. Yikes! Who I tend to really like him. But that's not going to do it, right? And that's not repeatable. I'm a bit worried about Flaherty. You know, control used to be a thing he, he was into. And walks are worse than hits because they cost you so many pitches. So the 41 innings last year was a disaster. All the in-run indicators north of five, 15% walk, 40% first strike. Just totally out of character. Not any good. Just not any good at all. And he was getting smoked by lefties, I believe. I think they had rocked the... 900 OPS against him. You know, again, you're always just always, always watching. He's just, he's had a tough go. Flipside, Brandon Woodruff, who I have in my Cy Young ticket. 299 ERA, 105 whip, 159 
innings, just ace across the board, 31% K rate, 24 K minutes walk, 14 swing and strike, 79 in zone contact. Right, so you can get the swings and misses, but also challenge you in the zone when you need that. Always so important. Problem here, uh, St. Louis offense. Sorry, the struggle there. They're quickly making their way into these teams you just don't want to mess with. Whoa. I mean, because the thing is, St. Louis, I think they lead the league in strikeout rate, 16.2, combining with the best line drive rate, hard hit rate. In the league, really, really tough for them. They're also a team, again, St. Louis, we mentioned organizations and how they attack San Francisco now. Uh, again, I think it's St. I think San Francisco is mimicking St. Louis. They just don't have the, the hitters good enough, right? So you can tell them, well, don't strike out. Well, San Francisco's the hitters are not as good as Goldschmidt, Arenado. The thing I'm going there is these are pull-centric teams. Yeah, 125 is good, Japer. These are pull-heavy teams. So they don't need to barrel to hit home runs. And that's been like one of the great revelations in the changing of offensive environment. Barrels are still good, but they're not great like they used to be. And if you want a home run, you don't need a barrel if you pull it. So be wary. Arenado's a perfect example. Single-digit barrel rate, good for 30 home runs, going to do it every year. So don't look at the St. Louis barrel rate and think it's going to regress. The nearly 50% hard hit rate, 25-line drive, they're really good. So I do think... Woodruff gets it done because I think Milwaukee is going to hit Flaherty. But I just don't want to challenge this this offense. You know, there's so many opportunities. Quick check on the algo. Yeah, I've got I've got Milwaukee covering the run. Can we bring it up? Bring up the F5 totals here. I see I get suckered in my own algo. But I do, you know, try to believe in my work. I have a full run difference. But then we got to pay juice. So I think I'm going to pull back. Just forget it. Let's add this one. Would go with the. Gosh, I got to get better at my cutting room floor collection. Oh, it was the Yankees, right? So, like these, you could tell these plays, plays that we like, but we're not fully committed. But the you get hits on them that we still like a little bit of exposure to, right? That's kind of the best way for you to put it. It's okay if I sound a little wishy washy because I am. Like, that's kind of the point. But if we were parlaying, that's a parlay hit that I like. I like the Yankees and the Brewers. That's like the DDP action. You expect to see them later on. Let's keep going. We got three games and about just enough time to do it. Hopefully, oh, this one should be a lot of fun. It's the Nationals heading from the nation capital. Mackenzie Gore looking really good right now. All that prospect shine, maybe finally, you know, coming to the surface. Heading into the altitude to meet Jose Urania and the Rockies. Lots of pitching work to talk about here. Just kidding. <laughs> if you know anything about me, I do not break down pitching in Colorado. It's stupid. I'm sorry. Sorry, not sorry, I should say. Don't even bother. Again, if you're going to play totals in Colorado, you just play the over. And you probably play the over in a day like today where you just had the under hit, right? Again, it's, it has nothing to do with anything. The one place that I think we can do today, this – this is a broken price. Let's get the Washington money line up on the board. I saw this one at positive money. And if that's hung, we're going to hit that. Let's hit that one as well. Let's put a point three on that. Washington money line. Again, I don't always like to take sides in cores, but this one to me is just not even close. Mackenzie Gore looking really good. Yeah, he walked a few guys. But I think Washington has the definitive edge here. Jose Urania kind of lifetime Bum. I hate to be like that. 100 innings last year, 526 ERA, 162 whip, 800 OPS allowed, 4% K minus walk, 8% swing strike, 22 CSW. That'll land you on the midnight bus to Tuscaloosa unless you play for Colorado, and that'll get you, you know, 160 innings every year, providing you're willing to work for a million dollars. It's just what it is. Colorado just supremely guilty of malpractice at the highest level. Again, you're in your 91% in-zone contact. Right, opposed to Gore, who works in the low 80s, and which I meant to mention, that being the determinative factor here for me. Urania working in the zone in Colorado. Good way to end up with a black eye or a wealth on your arse. So far this year, Washington offense, very bad. Very bad. Colorado offense, very bad. However, 
and this is where I got this, and this is where we're, why we're on the money line. You know, the few things Washington is doing, they're not striking out 19% team strikeout rate, 11 swing strike, 87 in zone contact. That's like top seven or eight, let's say. They're also walking. So you're getting a bit of patience. They are making contact. The bow rate very low. Washington, again, not very good. The hope is that the environment and cores will take care of that for us. And we're going to get bad, you know, we're going to, we're going to just bad our way to glory here, which, you know, I'm hoping, I'm hoping will be, you know, what, sa- what saves the day for us. But I really just think we have the edge also Colorado bullpen objectively bad five, seven ERA, one, five whip, double digit walk rate, double digit barrel. The Washington bullpen has allowed the barrels as well. Fitting and look terrible. They do have a one, one whip. 83% in zone contact. They have allowed hard contact as well, but they are kept coming the ball down. So, <laughs> yeah, I know. Yeah, I know, Stoner. I got gotcha. you. I tend to do that, especially at the end of the show. As the show gets longer and longer, like as we get part, as we get to the end, yeah, I say a lot of quiet parts out loud. That's kind of my thing. I end the loud. I say the loud parts. We do loud. The quiet, everything's loud right here, right? We just have, we're just leaning on the volume dial, right? That's what we do. But give me Washington to win this one outright. I think we spent too much time on a terrible game, man. It's plus money odds. We've got the pitching edges. Jose Reina, he sucks. Next up, the Bluebirds, north of the border. Toronto Blue Jays and Chris the Basset Hound. Go to L.A., Hollywood, Patrick Sandoval, and the Halos. Man, uh, Bassett, man, what a fall from grace. Last year, 185 innings, 379 ERA, 118 whip, 684 OPS. Every earned run indicator of 4. Deserved the ERA at 3.13, 6% walk, 29 CSW. All that stuff that we really like, 83 in zone contact rate. Just really, really good stuff. Dominating righties, 595 OPS to righties last year. Suppressing a hard hit. And what happened? I don't know. This year, he looks awful. The velo is just dropped off the cliff. 3.1 innings last time out, nine earned, four homers. Ooh, sham 11, ding dong. That'll get you in trouble. Against LA, that's, you know, swinging. LA offense, 46% hard hit rate as a team. So I don't know where that leaves Bassett again. I don't think he's nearly as bad as we saw. But unless we get a return of Velo, he's going to struggle against this L.A. team that's been very good from a disciplinary standpoint, 21% K, 11% walk, 30% O-swing chase rate, right, combined with that high hard hit rate, which, again, how those two things kind of work in symbiosis. Uh, DJ and Stoner, this goes to everybody out there that's into player stuff, prize picks, jock market, DFS. Check out the Twitter handle, John Legaza. Take it to the, the free sheet, right? That's all free. And all the players on the model, is now I'm getting to it where there's a whole list. So any player we've mentioned are players that are viable for that. And if you're looking for jock market, I used to put it like five in it, five at five dollars, six and a half dollars. I don't like to pay over six dollars fifty cents. DraftKings is a little bit different because remember it's it's static, where more demand does not change the price opposed to jock market, where cheap prices are inherently low supply. So you just look for the lowest price in the people we've named. Again. Just doing every single freaking thing around here you could think of. Rate, review, and subscribe. And, uh, you know, maybe go on social media. Tag Raw Pizzola. Tell him how good of a job we're doing over here. You're having a good time. You know, we're learning, having fun. You know, and and that's what it's all about. Again, I can't promise these bets are going to win. I just, I hope that you learn something about application risk management. What chip, right? What game piece to play, what board to put it on, and then how many spaces to move it. So, Hopefully, we're doing just a little bit of everything. Let me check the algo here. I got a blank sheet. I have L.A. slight favored, slight favored, as a slight favorite over Toronto. I haven't gotten to betting against Toronto yet because the offense is swinging. Again, I'm not saying I avoid offenses that are swinging the bat right now. But I do avoid good offenses that are swinging the bat right now, right? Toronto offense, very good. We know they're very good. They're also top five in doubles, top seven in runs, 291 team BA, 353. 291 team BA, 353 team OBP. 10% swing strike, 86 zone contact, top three in line drives, and then all the power stats pretty good, 9% battle. 344 ex-Woba versus lefties, 345 against righties. One of the better right-handed hitting teams. 
Sandoval is lefty, one of the better left-handed hitting teams. Sorry about that. Southpaw. So, you, you know, Toronto has some Astros, and that's why it got me kind of off of the Sandoval thing, who I, I do tend to like. So far this year, they've crushed left-handed pitching individually. Right, Chapman, Kiermaier, even Vlad, all better than 1,000 OPSs against lefty. So I think I'm going to leave this one on the cutting room floor. Kind of let maybe watch this one. Let's keep an eye on the Bassett Velo and see if, uh, you know, Sandoval has got the goods. Yes, everybody, Washington. I see your comments. Washington's full game. Colorado, we want the at-bats. We want the at-bats. And that Colorado bullpen is just atrocious. And I think Pierce Johnson pitched already yesterday. So like the one good piece went. I don't know if he'll go back to that. So like, I, yeah, I think we're good to go. I like. I just like Washington over them. I just. I think we're. I think we're gonna wreck them. Wreck them. Wreck them. Damn, they're. Damn, they killed them. Gosh. All right, is this the last one? Last game. The Trolley Dodgers abandoning Brooklyn very close to my heart. Hollywood always up to no good, and the old man long in the tooth Clayton Kershaw. Heading to the desert to face the snakes with shapes on their back. Another old man, Madison Bumgarner. What year is this? <laughs> Kershaw, very old. 224 ERA, 0.93 whip, 557 OPS. Madison Bumgarner, very old. 503 ERA, 145 whip, 831 OPS. Somebody is wine and cheese. And somebody is, is fruit the way they age. Yikes. Right, Bumgarner uh, reflecting some prison hooch. Right now, stewing in the turlet. <laughs> you know, I mean, it's just, it's just so bad. This guy just needs to hang it off or go to the bullpen. He's not going to do it because, from what I understand, he's a bit of a jerk. So, go get him. I don't know. Kershaw should dominate the Diamondbacks in this one. The Dodgers should wreck Arizona in this one. And I know somebody mentioned it at the outset. I actually got an algorithm hit on the two point five f five. Something that I'm trying to come around on. So again, right, as you notice, I'm very open about my written process and I'm very open about keeping it tight, right? Playing it accordingly. One thing that I've become open to is I used to not go over one and a half F5. The same way you hear me say, I don't like to go over 10. You know, I don't like to go under three and a half. These are just things that I draw up. So to keep myself from getting out of trouble, because again, the market affords us so many opportunities that we should be selective, like our best hitters. Right, remember, lose ten dollars, need eleven to make it back. Be selective. Sustainability at the center of, of of this. Right, why my fat ass is betting baseball every single day for like ten years because I, I don't deposit because I manage my risk properly. You know, and hopefully we're doing the same thing for you. Win or lose, man. You know, winning is awesome. I don't. You're not going to see me tweeting emojis and stuff. It's not really my style anymore. I will be glad for people and I will kind of pump the product and hope people stick around and go get it on Twitter. It's free right now, but this is all about call to the pen. Let's check the algo. Algorithm just blown up in both directions. I've got 339 through 5 for the Dodgers, which is about as high as it's going to get. I've got 164 for the Diamondbacks, which is as low as it's going to get. I mean, you are never going to see a 1.75 discrepancy. Can we get the F5 lines up real quick? There must be a reason I didn't take it. Yeah, and there's your answer. So, again, if we're going to cover up, and there's that 1.5 that I mentioned before, F5, 1.5. I'm not into that. I'll go 2.5 for 5. That was the bet that I decided again. Check the algo. Check the scores. Check the work. Make your own decision. But I decided I'd rather play Dodgers to score three at minus 135 than have to outscore the Diamondbacks for minus 155. Because I think in order to outscore them, gonna, we're going to get the three runs. And what I was getting at with going over is going over two and a half. If the algo, not get, I was me, this an algo. I just mean... The same strength that I bet one and a half. What's the difference between two and a half? I got to score three runs as bump gone or something. Anyway, that'll do it. <laughs> Thank you for picking up what we're putting down. Remember, hook up a bet stamp, hook up a hammer HQ. Make sure you rate, review, and subscribe to Call to Depend HQ. I hope everyone is, is just really enjoying the show. Mike K, learning and cashing. What's better than that? Making a few friends along the way. You know what I'm saying? Me at the four. Again, you spend your time with me. I try and treat it as precious you know and again that's one thing i really hang my hat on this show reeks of effort we just stink of effort all right let's get out of here bring up the bet ticket my man jay bird on the ones and twos my fat head hold on is blocking it so i got in in hap home run plus 800 we love that 
We got Real Muto total bases plus 150. Brian Reynolds total bases plus 125. Ah, I got a little better price than that. That's okay. Can you keep scrolling or we have to move my fat head? Thank you. Giants to cover it up. Covering up the full game run line plus 114. Randy Arena, the Macho Man. Yes. Mm, yeah. Plus 120. Washington on the money line, plus one eight. Next fat ticket today. But again, just before we go, because we are at that hour mark, and I know that's when people tend to get sick of me, and I don't blame them. Be smart. Props, I go with nickel, and everything is based on one unit to 1% of stack. Right now, 2% maximum risk. Based on road to ruin formulas and experience in professional trading. Okay? Doesn't mean I'm right. That's just why I do what I do. A nickel on the long props. Right now we're betting 0.3 on underdogs, standard bets to win. 0.3, betting 0.3 on the underdogs, betting to win 0.3 on the favorites. I've been playing a quarter on the props. All different. It's all the same. If you want to turn out to 0.3, by all means, go ahead. Again, just please stay within yourself. That will do it, yo. HTC Chabello. Buona Fortuna, and this weekend we're going to be doing a Buona Pascale, and happy Passover to my um, friends of the Jewish faith out there. You know, we got you got Goyim out there that love you very, very much. So well, that's it. Let's get out of here, man. Enjoy the day. Enjoy the games. When we're done with the book, you enjoy that pay. Didn't rhyme like it was supposed to, but who cares? <laughs> Remember, everybody, this is a lot of fun. Rate, review, subscribe. Go tag Rob. Let him know what we're doing over here. It's getting nuts. Remember that when you work this hard, it feels a lot less like luck. Peace.